Today's episode is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. I'm retired and won't live to see my mortgage paid off. Should I refinance to lower my payment or get a reverse mortgage? The equity release issue. What is stopping older Australians from quote unquote eating their house is the same issue that Americans face. And four ways to avoid running out of money in retirement. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of December 28th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly. It's the nation's only weekly podcast for the reverse mortgage professional. Welcome to the 650th episode of Heckam World Weekly, and it seems appropriate that we're doing so since we are in the final broadcast of 2020, a year I wish to bid adios to. Yes, goodbye 2020. We're looking for better things in 2021. On to our first story. I'm retired and I won't live to see my mortgage paid off. Should I refinance to lower my monthly payment? This comes from MarketWatch. And even though the reader's letter is older, it's very instructive as to the challenges and many of the decisions that uh, retirees or those nearing retirement are facing when it comes to their home. And this reader writes to the columnist saying he's 68, became disabled and had to retire due to his disability. And he had a home that was refinanced with Wells Fargo and Freddie Mac. He says, I have no idea how this works having two mortgages. My refinance mortgage started at 3% and has increased over the years. Now it's 4.75%. And my monthly payment's around $780. He owes $48,000 on the home. The question he asks is, is it worth having my home refinanced at a lower fixed percentage rate and paying closing costs? I'm trying to avoid a reverse mortgage mainly because I do not understand how they work. And I appreciate that honesty. The columnist replies and says, as to your question to refinancing your home, it could help you reduce your monthly housing costs, but there could be limits. Refinancing a balance of 48000 with an interest rate that's in the low 4% range and bringing it down to today's rates may not have as big of an impact as a homeowner may anticipate. The columnist then adds, you didn't mention other debts such as credit cards or auto loans, and those typically carry a higher interest rate than a mortgage. So one option could be a cash out refinance. But when it comes to a refinance, the main priority for most is an aggregate savings in mortgage payments. And that could take many years to realize. One last thing, says the columnist, I know you said he didn't want to consider a reverse mortgage because you don't understand them. And that instinct is definitely a good one. But I do think you should be aware that yours is a scenario where a reverse mortgage could make a lot of sense. Recent reforms have made the products less risky in the past. And since you are struggling with cash flow, a mortgage that pays you rather than one that you pay could be the way to go. You're not alone. In fact, Australian lenders face the same challenges that we do here in the United States, as illustrated by a recent column in Travel at 60, the Australian version. It says the equity release issue, what's stopping older Aussies from, quote unquote, eating their house? And I love some of their terminology. It says the release of the Retirement Income Review in November made it clear that the family home will play a larger part in Australia's retirement income system going forward. What it didn't do as finance guru Noel Whitaker has pointed out is say how that may pan out. What made this review unusual is that it made no recommendations. It just provided information, said Whitaker. One thing the 600-page report did say is how retirees or those that are nearing retirement can prepare their savings for post-work life. And 
Australians should instead plan to use their home for what they call income production in retirement. Now, the report did describe the family home as being the most important part of Australians' voluntary savings, a reality that's become increasingly clear in recent years. Retirement income experts pointed out another barrier to home equity use in retirement was simply that few Australians actually understand the product, such as a reverse mortgage or what they call a home reversion scheme that could be used to release the equity as retirement income. Again, I would say cash flow. Associate Professor Stuart Tonimus from RMIT University said, if the government is genuine about making equity release a more prominent method of retirement funding and addressing this gap, it needs to address low financial literacy in this area. And our final story is a bite-sized article courtesy of USA Today entitled Four Ways to Avoid Running Out of Money in Retirement. And the first option is to work longer. The longer you work, the more you can save, of course. But also a good point is by lengthening your working years, you're actually shortening the number of years that you're going to have to fund in retirement. Great point. Number two is Social Security. And they list three reasons. One, it's tax privileged. At least 15% of every payment is tax-free. Compare that to a non-qualified single premium immediate annuity where 100% of those payments after the basis has been paid out become taxable. And number two is inflation adjusted with the cost of living increases with the consumer price index. I think that CPI is a little bit low or manipulated. And number three, it's cheaper than other forms of longevity insurance. However, that quote-unquote longevity insurance is only intended to replace a portion of one's retirement. On average, Social Security payouts will replace about 40% of your pre-retirement income. Number three are annuities. Those are deposits made with an insurance company. It's a contractual agreement, and it'll earn interest over time or begin paying out immediately. And number four are reverse mortgages. And the USA Today says, among other things, a reverse mortgage grows in credit capacity as a homeowner's age says Shelley Giordano, the founder of the Academy for Home Equity and Financial Planning at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Giordano adds, so in a sense, a reverse mortgage is an ideal vehicle to address longevity challenges. That wraps up another episode of Heckam World Weekly. In fact, the last episode of 2020. Thank you for joining us each and every week throughout this year. And don't forget, you can subscribe and listen to this podcast on iTunes or on Podbean. If you're not there already and you're listening on some of those other channels, be sure to go to heckamworld.com because there's where you can find our weekly video commentary and analysis, blog articles, and our monthly top 100 Heckam Lenders report. Thanks again for joining us and have a great week.